Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Task Force Echo, a StarCraft RPG actual play series. I'm John, your executive producer here at Final Show Films, and I now turn it over to our GM for the evening, Will Helm. <coughs> Hello, I am William, and I play the role of the Caprulu Sector in this StarCraft RPG playtest. Uh, and I will begin by introducing our player characters, beginning with John. I'm John, and I'm playing... <clears throat> Gorlash Primalzerg. Every goddamn time. <laughs> and Jack. You, what do you mean? Hey, everybody, I'm Jack. I play Korinix, the Nerezim Protoss. And, uh, Jeremy? Got it. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I play Dirk. Uh, the, the, the humans, how does he walk? He's so dumb. Uh, and we're short Cody today, but we also have Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing um, Ava, the Karen medic. And Sarah. Uh, I'm Sarah, and I just woke up, and I play Rachel, and I'm into fire. Fire is good. And when last we left the task force, uh, <laughs> they had just begun to perform... A series of, well, a series, I say. It was really one task that um, was asked of them by uh, the Zerg Queen Kavash um, in their search for Richter on the world of Char. Uh, Kavash had asked them to rid uh, Char of a Zerg creation of another queen, Varix, and sort of this constant machinations of that the Zerg performed to sort of jostle for rank amongst the swarm, improving who is most powerful and efficient. And, you know, they all work together when the swarm calls for it, but when they're apart, they're kind of at each other's throat, just trying to prove who is most worthy and evolve and grow, because that's kind of how Zerg work. They fight so they can grow and become better. Uh, which is bad for people who aren't Zerg when they start fighting other people. But hey. Um, and having done this by taking the Akundalar into the sky and blasting out the Mytolings who were uh, the terrain around uh, Varix's volcano, uh, they eventually made their way back uh, and started to move back through the, the Terran base to reach the... Uh, to reach Kavash again, when in the middle of the base they encountered a group of uh... A group of infested Terrans, and also what appeared to be armored Zerg, uh, in the same room that had once held the the infested jukebox, and a voice called out. I need to correct myself because I said the wrong thing at the end of the last episode. A voice called out to the group and spe said specifically to Rachel, "Ah, Sergeant Harmon, I did not expect to see you again." And that is where we begin. Sorry, I'm... I'm sorry. Uh, I... Um, dumb continuity question. Did Rachel ever give a last name, and was that her last name that she gave? Yes, Rachel has said... Sorry, Rachel has said her name was was uh, Sarah... Or, sorry, Rachel has said her name was Rachel. <laughs> I said Sarah for a second. <laughs> Sarah has sorry, a last name, thank too. You. It's not Harmon. No. Would this be the one called... Uh... Victor. And as you look, uh, this individual approaching, it's 
the body has changed a lot, as ha- kind of happens with Terran infestation, but the face is unmistakable. The the com the, the the commissarial cap he's still wearing, the long kind of bushy white beard, and that knowing smirk. It, this is Richter. Richter was your direct commanding officer during your time in the UED. You answered directly to him. He gave you your orders and the squads that you and the squads that you were commanding. Did I like him? He was friendly. He was always uh, a good. He was always a quick with a joke or to light up your smoke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's some place that he'd rather be. Maybe. Yeah. You don't know. Um, but uh, he was friendly. He was warm, unlike a lot of commanding officers. He was always someone who uh, cared about the people that he commanded and was very careful with his tactical decisions to make sure that he would often try and result in as few casualties as possible because he wanted to see everyone make it back. Ultimately, that ended up with him crashing his battlecruiser with its skeleton crew into a leviathan to prevent it from killing the significantly larger amount of soldiers on the ground during one major battle. And now he's the bad guy we're looking for? Well, now now he's a former member of Task Force Echo that you're looking for. Yeah, he's not a, he's uh, not a bad guy. We're just looking for him. He might be a I'm bad sorry, guy. I'm so confused. There's uh, so many enemies around every corner here. Now he now he's the I'm infested Terran that you're too. looking for. Uh, I will uh, turn towards him. Uh, good evening. Is it evening? I don't know. No one can it's, tell. It's Char. Nobody can tell. Yeah, it's Char time. All right. Right. There is no evening on Char. Uh, what are you doing here, and why are you still alive? Well, I would preface that I'm not necessarily alive in <laughs> quite the same manner as I was a few years ago. But here I am. I lean over to Ava. Did he just say he's dead? He's an infested Terran. I death and life are complicated med- in a medical context. So we're saying he's not a ghost, right? Not 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 that kind of ghost. Other ghosts. Actual ghosts. Um, no, different, different type of thing. Um, reanimated via parasitism might be the most accurate and simple way of Please, describing it. If you're going to, if you're so going to say, it, if, if, yes, zombie is probably the closest thing you're going to get for a man like a, a good. Ava uh, was being achiever. very quiet. She was not, she was not <laughs> saying that loudly. Why. I'm saying it loudly. Sense that he heard you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why, because he was. Well. Ava Not... almost entirely disregards him. I'm like, it's okay, I'm a good headshot if needed. Not that I... Cornix is just standing off to the side, leaning on his spear, watching Clo- this happen. Cloaked or not? He's not cloaked right now, no. Okay. Well, not that I ain't overjoyed to see you, but remember that ship that you threw into that thing where you supposedly died? Do you yeah, remember um... who was on that, sir? Well, about four dozen good men who have, who willingly gave their lives to save 10,000 soldiers. Yeah, and I don't care about three and almost four dozen, but you did have my brother on that ship with you. And I apologize for that yeah, one. Yeah, that ain't going to do me nothing now, though, so. 
All right, let's kill him. <laughs> I look over at, at I look Rachel. over Coronix. No. <laughs> I'm just kind of shaking my head. I remember you're not here to kill let's him. Let's get what we let's I get mean, what we need out of him first, right? And then we just, you um, know, throw him into a volcano or something. Let's put him out of his misery. I look he over at Coronix da- again. He looks downright uncomfortable. Coronix all zombified and whatnot. Contacting Shauna Briggs now that we've accomplished Oh, we don't need Shauna Briggs. We can do the job for her, just find out what we need to know, and then we just, you know, gently walk into the edge of a volcano and We have the Akundalar, your former ship. Where zombies are not allowed any longer. Uh And at that point, there is a very, very quick movement. And there is Uh a point, there is a tip of a plasma spear just at the joint of the firebat armor from behind. Yeah, go ahead. Just enough to set up, just enough to set off sensors. What are you going to do to me now, Cornix? You are here as a consultant, which was your given role. You are not here to give orders. You are not here to establish yourself as any sort of authority as far as Task Force Echo's duties are concerned regarding our alliance. Your opinions will be noted, but if you attempt to go rogue, I will be forced to sever your head from your spinal column. First off, they were merely suggestions. And second, you said duty. <laughs> you know, continue. she's right. She did. You continue. Please, I take no offense. I, I did my best to save as many lives as I could. And unfortunately, that meant throwing away a handful. And I, I regret that to this day. But, well, unfor- unfortunately, I'm still around to regret it. Cornix gives a very brief sidelong glance to see if Ava is taking notes as to as far as infested Terran psychology at this point. <laughs> um, Ava doesn't actively have anything out. Okay. Um, but Cornix has been around Ava enough to notice that this isn't the same curiosity she gives Cornix or Fang. Um She she definitely feels differently about the this particular one than okay. every previous time she's encountered aliens. To, er, you know, most of the time. This one's is, part human. It's not as interesting. Or it's much. But that might be the impression that's given off. <laughs> Regardless of of Rachel Harmon's feelings. We are here to gather you, Richter, to assist in requiring the rest of the former Task Force Echo. Yes, and I gathered from your conversation that one, well, you've got one of my crewmates. Anyone else? We have only the one known as Briggs. The others so have... are in the custody of those known as... What were they called? It, the Sons of Creation. The Sons, the sons of, of Something. Sons really? of Bitches, I, don't, I think. All of them. I look no. over at Ava because I don't remember. <laughs> Coralash doesn't remember no. the details. Um, I, uh, 
I'm remembering right. <laughs> um, uh, Ava immediately knows this because she went over it this morning, but I... So you know that all of them, except, like, the two that are known to be under the con- un- captured by the Sons of Creation are Nightfall and Jonas. Um, or, sorry, Alexander. Nightfall and Alexander. Wrong name. Yeah, um, there's still one. There's still there's still one that's out there. Doctor Rayana is currently, as far as we know, on mine off. Doctor Rayana seems to be on mine off. We have not retrieved her, but the other and Chane is currently working with us to retrieve the team. Um, the others, however, at least last known location would be with Sons of Creation, though. Given that some of you managed to escape, it's possible they would have as well, and just our data is out of date. There are two black sites known to be uh, run by this terrorist organization, both of which we will need to investigate at some point. Uh, for the former captain's reclamation at Black Site 2, and for Miss Harmon's uh, quarry being located, best we can tell, at Black Site 1. Correction. Nightfall is at Black Site 2. Both, okay. both uh, Rachel's kid and Captain Alexander are at Black Site 1. Okay. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. E-Prime and E-Alpha are two different things. Ha <laughs> ha. Therefore... If you, Commander Richter, would see fit to accompany us, I know that we can at least bring you back to the Akundalar. I don't know if the rest of your contingent uh, will uh, have room to be permitted on board, but we can see about arranging necessary transit, should that be required. Richter's pack would be most useful in fighting the children of creation. Uh, sons. Uh, sons. The sons of creation. Whatever. <laughs> well. Well, no, sons. It, it matters. I believe I can understand the reluctance in letting me bring an entire, well, a relatively small brood of Zerg aboard a ship with me. I believe I can see for some transportation of their own, however. Very well. The brood that I command is relatively small in number. I am only a somewhat skilled infested. After all, I am not a queen. But I've done my best at making them more effective with the with the knowledge that I still retain of our own technology. Your dossier did uh, communicate a rather sophisticated level of tactical acumen possessed by yourself, sir. Well, I tend not to brag about my own skills, but psychoanalysts love to write what they believe makes one strong. Then we should return to the ship and prepare. Very well. I'll have my brood secure a couple of, well, uh, Leviathan, and we'll see what we can do. 
I will, without waiting for the rest, because apparently they're standing around, uh, start heading back toward the ship. Because we found him. We're good. I mean, we just had like yeah. 0. We didn't say anything for half a second. Your wor- <laughs> his words and you picking around. up. <laughs> Everyone's just standing around. Uh, no. Back to ship. We're... Nope. Um, okay. Presumably with Coronix's... I'm teasing you. Um... <clears throat> So at this point, yes, Cornix uh, no, will. You just have a really short attention span. Cornix <laughs> will nod and uh, look over at Oswald to ask him to notify Shauna Briggs that we found Richter and are proceeding back to the Akundalar. He goes, "All right," and starts to head back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Commander Richter, is there anything you require? that is still located nearby, or are you prepared to move out? No, I don't believe so. When Kavash contacted me, I gathered up my brood and brought them here. I take command of the infested Terrans in this facility as well. They shouldn't bother you on your way out. Very well, then. All right. And I will vanish and tell yeah. everybody, let's go. All right. I will... I guess not follow Coronex, but head in the direction we're going. You know, I suppose I shouldn't be judging with my comprehension of Zerg tactical preferences, but the Protoss do love to make an exit, don't they? He hasn't exited Fucking yet. Fucking freaky. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you actually said that. <laughs> 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 There's like a little bit of a psionic drift from down the hallway. <laughs> Actually, I have departed, yes. Oh, shit, ain't right. So the group, the, the group of you make your way back to the ship. Yep. yep. I'm keeping an eye on Rachel. In case she <laughs> tries anything. She's just walking along. Yeah. I didn't right. check in something on her wrist. Like, maybe she's got an itch. That's all. Richard leaves himself basically right in front of you as if if you wanted to, you could easily open fire with one of those flamethrowers. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> well, we've already gotten rid of one party member. Let's go for two. <laughs> Push the big red button. Sorry. <laughs> Um, no, uh, uh, Dirk is for once being smart enough to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> He's actually he managed to figure out there anything. is so much shit going over his head right now. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys make it back to the ship right about the same time as Shauna's Wraith is pulling into dock with the Akundalar. Okay. So uh, you you watch the 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 hangar door drop and the wraith slides into the ship and docks with it. As you are all approaching the 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 main entrance ramp. Well, it has certainly been a while since I was back here, but well, the ship looks a little bit worse for wear. He says, indicating the like. Whole scoring from the scourges. <laughs> from the scourge. 
Yes, I believe our first port of call will be back to Unity Station for repairs and resupply. Mm-hmm. Ah, the station's actually been underway. Good to hear. Yes, it's significantly operational at this point. They've certainly made a bit of progress while we've been gone. I mean, well, probably. We are additionally attempting to ascertain the sequence of events that resulted with your uh, disillusion of the original Task Force Echo and apparent uh, capture by many of the Sons of Creation. If you have any light to shed or intelligence you'd be willing to provide on these circumstances, we would be most appreciative. Well, I did keep my eyes open during the events that followed, so I suppose I can shed what light I can. Very well. Make yourself comfortable within, and uh, we shall have a debrief. Perfect. Let's meet in the communication room. I feel like that's probably ideal for showing everything that we know. Excellent. <clears throat> and Once the he- space in the air that is Coronix heads towards the communications room. <laughs> I'll head to the communication. I'll head there as well. How long has it been since the last time I used my chrysalis? Uh, like a couple days. Okay. Is there any recognizable to the senses indication that Coronix actually left? Um. Roll me a stealth check, Jack. All right. <laughs> I get a plus funny. 10 on these because of uh, cloaking, right? I'm going to say without that because this is mostly just for how much sound you're making. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I reckon. is a 26. No. Okay. So I'm going to I I, 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 I sit there wait until uh, Richter has left and then I just Commander, Cornix and, I, and I'm just going to sit there doing that for a while because he thinks he's still there. <laughs> and you, 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 you go for about like 45 seconds before you realize that he's not responding. Yeah. Then I'll try and find him. Like a blind man in a dark room looking for a black cat that isn't there. <laughs> that was quite the simile. Which, which I, I wish I could say I came up with that one, but I didn't. Also, you're a Protoss. You don't have similes like that. <laughs> which I assume means wandering around the ship looking for an invisible, looking for an invisible person. So. Please tell me Go he's like, somewhere he's else. I'm gonna be a while. <laughs> if Dirk gets injured doing that, Ava will get a notification. I mean, I don't. <laughs> he doesn't like walk into walls. He's not quite that. He's just like feeling the space around him, trying to figure out where the Protoss is at. Okay. All right. So the rest of you meet up in the comms room. Right. Um, so, uh, Shauna Briggs and Richter meet you there. Ah, 
Shana, it's good to see you. And you as well, friend, but perhaps we should get down to business. Yeah. To defeat the Huns? Right. <laughs> <laughs> to defeat the Suns. <laughs> to defeat yeah. the Suns. <laughs> Did they send me daughters when I asked for anybody really who could hold a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care, male, female, primal, we don't care. <laughs> we don't have genders, it's not a thing. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, how much information do you currently have on the situation revolving the, revolving around the events of, what what are we called now? Task Force Renegade, I believe, is actually our official, unofficial designation. Around your Task Force Renegade. Defer to Ava on that one. <laughs> Ava will read off Aaron's notes. Uh, so legitimately, what do you guys currently know? Here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we know. So Ava will go over. I know what I know, and I know what Richter knows. Yeah. Right. Um, the limited information we have about how the group ended up going missing, um, the encounter with the Sons of Creation, the additional information about um, drug that we got from Terrazine. Terrazine. And then um, the information we got from the Sons of Creation database regarding the location of each of the individuals as codenamed and then as Shauna and the rest of us inferred that they probably were. Um, And also some minor details on um, the reason that Rachel is around. Cornex will supplement with uh, last known mission that was accessible on the records of the Akundalar was uh, them going out to suppress some unrest on a mining colony, finding that someone was sort of in, inciting sedition uh, at that location, which is the last thing that was clearly delineated as far as the uh, the ship's records are concerned. And then on um, the, the information based uh, around the one sort of video log that we recovered from Captain Ravenhall regarding his family and that sort of thing. Yes. I suppose in the latter times our mission did sort of begin to revolve around the suns as opposed to our general purpose as peacekeepers. Once, uh, it became clear that they were the ones responsible for the disappearance of Commander Ravenhall's family. Well, better begin. From the, uh, let's start with the mining colony. That mission was interesting. It was where we first got our real lead. The Black Site, Black Site 3, was actually at the mining colony. It had been moved there to 
help Sons of Creation form a uh, a supply chain as they provided weapons and propaganda to insurrectionists and helped stir unrest. Well, over the course of the events that transpired, our task force was able to infiltrate the ranks of some of the insurrectionists, find out who was supplying them, and more importantly, where that supply was coming from. When we found Black Site 3, we discovered it was something else. Not just a command center, a standard Terran facility designed to take off land where needed and provide, you know, tactical and uh, command readout, but it was a floating fortress. The black sites are well reinforced. Take a command center and the tactical and regional data that it can gather and transmit across a battlefield and provide it with the armaments of several battle cruisers. It's not easy to assault one of these things, especially not with a small force like ours. At least that was what we can gather from Black Side 3 itself. But infiltration was something that we were able to do. Nightfall specialized in it. He made his way into the Black Side and found out what he could, which... At the time, gave us the location of Black Site 2 and Black Site 1. Well, each of these three locations was something that we could not assail directly, but unfortunately, someone tracked Nightfall coming back out. We don't know who, but I have a very sneaking suspicion that his name comes from a very old Terran myth of a man who refused to die. I'm sure some, I'm sure some of you know who I'm speaking of. <laughs> well, now I wish I wasn't wandering blindly through hallways. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a primal zerk. Oof. I'm Ow. focused. I'm I'm too busy focusing on the uh, tactical concepts I'm, I'm, behind a reinforced command center. Apparently, being there, I'm just. I'm, there was a three and a two from the group nerds. I, I mean, Corlash just goes. I am not as familiar with your. Uh, Sarah, you can go ahead and make a lore check. Your DC is going to be a lot lower because you're actually from Earth. Well, I don't really care, but if everybody else is doing it, I might as well, too. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to ask. Cause... Uh, you do remember that he said that he was heading to the command center uh, before he left, uh, Dirk. Victor. Now I remember. All of a sudden, it comes to me. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you remember, you remember the story of Rasputin, because it's kind of one of the ones that the Russian members of the UED like to share a lot. Oh, that fuckstick, yeah, I'm not interested in him. 
perhaps extrapolate for those of us unfamiliar with Terran society. Um, About now is when I walk in. Yeah. Well, you got this fella here who's just itching to share information with y'all. I'll let him tell it. He's probably got better stories. The backstage pass. That's, you know. that's who I I'm was I'm sorry, asking. what? Oh. Sergeant Harmon, there's no need for vitriol. I'm not I... being vitriolic at all. I'm going to make a sandwich, and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk away. I feel like I missed something. You are not the only one. I don't know what you missed, so... Very well. Come inside, Garrick. Yeah, okay. Well, since none of you are familiar with the myth of Rasputin, apparently... Now I'm rolling. Two aliens and a nerd. No, we have no idea. <laughs> uh... Dirk, you are familiar with the myth of Rasputin. Oh, that shit they tried trying to kill way back when and kept dying, getting back up again and again and again and again and again. They did everything to him. That one. Yeah. He was Zerg. <laughs> <laughs> well, historically speaking... A story from ancient Earth. There was a man in Russia long ago. It was a <laughs> man in Russia long ago. Oh God! I was trying to work those lyrics into his into his speech pattern. He was such a lovely dear. That does it. We're doing a we're doing a we're doing a StarCraft Broadway review after this. Anyway, there lived a man in Russia quite a while ago, but... <laughs> quite a ways back. <laughs> he was known as Grigory Rasputin, and he had an ear to the ground in all fields. He was an accomplished preacher to the masses. He was the... He was the, shall we say whisperer in the ear of the queen, the czar, the czarina at the time. And shall we say, those who disagree with him sought him dead. Well, his legendary status comes from the fact that, according to the story, they attempted to poison him, and he laughed it off. They shot him several times, and he simply survived. They attempted to drown him. He refused to die. They attempted to hang him. He refused to die. I believe it goes no less than 12 attempts at killing the man failed before supposedly a final one was successful. The way I heard it, they even cut his dick off. Yes. Right. 
Dirk is here to add <laughs> add important information. <laughs> but I have little doubt that this is where the name for our brother Rasputin of the Sons of Creation comes from. And thus far, he has lived up to the name. Every attempt to find him, stamp him out, or merely figure out how he knows what he knows has failed. So the name would indicate a member of the UED? Theoretically. The, the name's history does imply someone who has at least some knowledge of Earth's history, but from what I understand, there's a little bit of that that does pass through the Terran Confederacy. Well, with cities like New Gettysburg. That said, I'm not inclined to believe that he was a member of the UED because someone of his particular talents, I feel, would not have gone unnoticed. Of course, excusing the possibility that they may have manifested after the UED was broken up. However... I believe it was Rasputin that tracked Nightfall as he left Black Sight 3. None of us could find out how. None of us can still find out how. Which leaves us to his seeming technokinetic abilities. Something that we've never seen before in any psionic. Terran, Protoss, or otherwise. I'm sorry, who's no what's it? Rasputin has exhibited the ability to uh, psionically manipulate not only those in his presence, but also uh, extend an influence over those who are merely viewing his visage on a projection or screen, uh, being able to push the psionic ability over extended distances from areas of concealment simply by broadcast technology. Blink. Blink, blink. He you mean he can tell us what to do through the TV and we do it? Yes. Well, fuck. Also, he has a certain amount of psionic control over technology itself, which we believe to potentially be part of the source of his ability to broadcast hypnotic signals over, techn over technological wavelengths. It's possible that one is an extension of the other. But, nonetheless, we're fairly certain due to the untraceable means by which he found us that it was him, that it was his hand. Shortly after we found the locations of Black Sites 1 and 2, we were attacked in full force. A squad of no less than a dozen wraiths, one battlecruiser, and a, and a full complement of marine armored soldiers. I don't believe I have to express to all of you that this is more than any individual terrorist organization should be able to gather. Right. Yes, we have uh, arrived at the conclusion that the pockets funding the Sons of Creation are far deeper than anyone had at first anticipated. Well, <coughs> as Rachel very loudly makes a sandwich from the, <laughs> the mess hall. 
crumple, crumple, like turns on, <laughs> turns on the speakers, crumple, crumple. She crumple. probably would be. Yeah. Um, but. When we were attacked, we were taken into custody. <clears throat> Managed to abandon the Akundalar and set it on an autopilot in, in hyperspeed to take it to a different location, which appears to be how you were able to recover it. We set it to be that they would not be able to capture the ship. We seem to have been successful on that front. Indeed. But well, we each put our own Omega level ciphers on all of our documents before well, the capture. But we were taken to what I can only believe now to be Black Site One. Most of us were taken unconsciously, but my physiology, as he indicates to his entire body, allows a certain degree of recovery from wounds that is much faster than any Terran could predict. <laughs> I achieved consciousness before they were able to finish transporting us and was able to keep enough of a eye on the situation to gather a little bit more information. Black Sight 1 is a nightmare. Screams echo throughout the halls. Scientists work freely on their experimentation. I don't know who goes in, but I've seen very few come out that didn't have the dogmatic expression one of the Sons of Creation soldiers. All of them seem to completely ignore the atrocity being committed around them. But I believe that Black Site 1 is also where you'll find Rasputin. I also found out a little bit more information about their Project K isolation. Indeed. However... I believe it will be best explained by our Dr. Rihanna. So perhaps I should save that information for when we found her. Then we are next to Unless you'd rather hear what I have to say now. I believe that at least a cursory explanation would be helpful in the immediate future. And then, Dr. Rihanna, should we be able to track her down and safely extract her from Meinhof or wherever she seems to have wandered off to to further clarify any confusion or questions we may have at that time. Well, perhaps this will clear some things up. The K in Project K Isolation stands for a name, and it stands for the name Kerrigan. Oh, shit. <clears throat> This is the queen. Okay, even I recognize that name out of character. So I don't know if that anybody being said nobody I think has ever heard 
someone clear their throat psionically before. But that's kind of what comes across from Koranix at this point. I'm assuming that I know Kerrigan. <laughs> John, you muted. Like, I know Am that I one out of character, character but... I'm not... I don't know. Kerrigan is known to literally everyone in the Caprulu sector, basically. Okay. She's literally the boogeyman. Yes. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, yes we can hear right. you. XSplit could hear me. Like, like, OBS could hear me, so the audience could hear me. Just you guys couldn't. Um, I was asking... Uh, um... I, 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 I assume that I would know the name Kerrigan as the Queen of the Zerg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what I was try- What I had said was. Oh, I googled this. Okay. What I had said that, was that lady. I said it was the other lady. Um. What I had. What I had said after You're not the figure skater after K for Kerrigan was uh. <laughs> the Queen of the Zerg. Indeed. Project K-Isolation is apparently the Sons of Creation's attempt to create, manufacture, psionics of a similar capacity to the Queen of, to the former Queen of Blades. And I don't know how familiar you are with our physiology, my Protoss friend, but Sarah Kerrigan is the single most powerful psionic the human race has ever produced. I believe our own scholars have theorized that she would be equivalent, if not possibly surpassing some of the more iconic members of my own race's history. Needless well, to say, ass dick. Needless to say, this is not a project that should come to fruition, least of all under the control of a people like the Sons of Creation. Indeed, no. As far as these black sites are concerned, you said you had records on their current locations? Had. On their previous locations. I have mentioned they are moving fortresses. Indeed. Then we should move to Meinhof and collect the remaining member of Task Force Echo. <sighs> yes, we should. Minoff is a world that very much remembers infestation. Perhaps I should not be on the surface team. That may be a wise tactical decision. We may even be required to have Corlash remain aboard. I... For those of you well, who, for those of you not debriefed on the history of Meinhof, Meinhof was during the last Great War. It was a escape for Terran civilians trying to run away from the attacks by the Queen of Blades and the Zerg. 
where the Zerg unleashed the hyper-revolutionary virus, creating a infested outbreak that threatened to overwhelm the planet with hordes of, he indicates to himself, zombies. Infested Terrans make good troops. Shock enemy. Make them behave irrationally. While I can't argue the tactical soundness of that, it also leaves a lasting impact. I would not be welcome. In that case, we will have Oswald Ridley chart a course for Unity Station. We will repair the Akundalar and then proceed directly to Meinhof after reporting to Admiral Horner and the Templar. Very well. I would like to see this Unity Station myself, anyway. And I will run up to the cockpit and tell Oswald to get underway. Alright. Oswald... I was waiting for you guys to finish your conversation. All right, let's go. Uh, he sets in the coordinates for Unity Station, and you guys are soon in hyperspace. It's going to be like five minutes. <laughs> it's like a block away. <laughs> Rachel, what are you up to? Still making a sandwich, probably eating it. I'm actually going to follow follow Cornix. Toast. Butter, Butter and toast. And toast. <laughs> Guys, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch up with what once once he's in the cockpit. Um, I I I know I'm not the 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 person who's fit, who the uh, quartermaster or anything, but it is getting kind of crowded in the ship, and we've got so many rooms. I thought I just might point that out. That is a. Excellent perspective. Um, I can relocate to the med bay if we need to resituate. There is plenty of room on this ship. I do not understand what you mean. I mean, I followed Cornix up into the cockpit, so... Never mind. That's why. He, that's why he's been looking for because he didn't want to have that conversation in front of the person who just got on the ship because that would be rude, right? Mm. Oh, and by the way, we don't have any extra bunks, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. However, that's going to work. I mean, that's the, that's up to you. But I just thought I should point that out. Um, it is possible we could. Acquire, acquire the necessary items for that on Unity Station. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Also, Zerg, don't sleep. <clears throat> I mean, you would think they would have noticed after spending, uh, you know, several days in the company of Corlash, but... <laughs> well, Dirk assumes that the zombie doesn't have to sleep, but it's still nice to give somebody a room. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, also, I'm not sure, I mean, uh, I'm not sure what kind of weapons we would need to handle the, uh, whatever those robo-dog things are. I was talking about a dogmatic. Um, but... Uh, 
Cornix just sort of tilts his head a little bit. Yes, I see what your concern would be under that area. Right, I don't know what you would do to fight those, to, to use against those. So, well, mostly I was thinking about the rooms. In that case, we'll make sure that you have necessary access as one of the members of the crew to resources to supply for these needs, then. All right. I figure we shoot the, shoot into that gopher hole when we need. Cornix mentally files that under the cabinet, rapidly expanding mental cabinet entitled <laughs> Terran Similes <laughs> for later research. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna head up to the cabin, or to, to the to the uh, cockpit area. Just look out the window. All right, uh, you see hyperspace going by. Yeah, I just stare out the window for a bit. I mean, technically, Zerg do sleep. No, I think about it, but just like five minutes at a time, basically. I'll be in the med bay. Um, but anyway, uh, so about five minutes later, you come out of hyperspace. Near Unity Station. And, uh, Cornix will ping his comm. Ava Sweet, would you be kind enough to inform Admiral Horner of our progress? Um, I'm going to assume that you get the affirmative from Ava because Aaron literally just left their desk for a second. Oh, <laughs> whoops. I totally didn't see that. Jack does. Jack doesn't have a high perception role. It's, you know, it's it's a thing. No, Jack just doesn't have his Skype screen up that shows everybody. He has his Skype screen up that shows the person that's talking. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, that's going to be the first thing that happens once Aaron gets back. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, first off, Oswald brings the ship into dock. Mm-hmm. So the the ship ends up getting pulled in and docking with Unity Station. And then Coronix gives Aaron a request. Gives Ava. Aaron gives Ava a, a request. Coronix talks then, through the fourth wall. <laughs> yep. And then Coronix is going to uh, proceed to his cabin and... You might want to restate that one for Aaron, because they missed it. So, yeah, no, Aaron, uh, once we landed on Unity Station, Cornix pinged his his comm and asked Ava to uh, make the report to Admiral Horner, um, basically what we've accomplished and what we've learned. Right. Ava will communicate her understanding and then actually probably go back to add things to her records on the ship. Yeah, Cornix is in his cabin, uh, basically imprinting memories onto his memory crystal of basic, of pretty much everything that happened on Char. So when you go when you go to access your records that are on the ship, you notice that everything that is not medical information is gone from the shipboard copy. Um, Ava, <laughs> come here. Um. Actually, probably just 
excuse the ship comms. Cornix, I need to ask you something very briefly. Um, very well, continue. Yeah, whatever. Um, it seems that some of my records have been deleted. With your permission, in terms of Terran justice structures, it might be relevant that this the timing of the deletion could potentially be relevant to us. With your permission, I'd like to add that to my report to Admiral Horner. Very well. Whatever you consider appropriate, I will attempt to see if any of these records are recoverable. That's appreciated. Thank you. I want to, uh, somewhere in prison, Stefan's like, bring it, bitch. Um, is Zero Ravenhall. Where is, where's Richter at, by the way? Uh, Richter's, um, still in the comms room. All right, I'm gonna talk to him. Talking with Shauna. Oh, I think Cornix was about to talk to the ship, so. Yeah, so, uh, Cornix. Yeah, but, but I don't, I don't have to be in the comms room for that. Yeah, you don't have to be in the comms room for that. So, what do you say? Uh, I've just asked for Vera Ravenhall. Hmm. Uh, the uh, electronic voice kind of um, sounds up over the uh, the comms in the room that you are currently in. Uh, yes, uh, how can I help you? I am the acting captain of the Akundalar Cornex. I would like to uh, investigate some missing data that has been reported to me by my executive officer, Ava Sweet, regarding... Personal records of a non-medical nature. Do you have any records in your systems regarding this missing data? Uh, yes, I do, actually. What details can you provide? Uh, order given by, at the time, acting Captain Stefan Knezevich. Signal was given, and according to a protocol that he had implanted here, uh, all of... His personal records and non-medical records of the ship that related to the events that had transpired were forwarded to one Kayla Alston and then expunged from the records of the ship. Are any of is any of that data recoverable by your systems? Right not. And they were forwarded to whom? Uh, Kayla Alston was the address given to me. If you could uh, acquire any accessible information on that individual. Uh, you've met them. <laughs> Very well. Lady from the bar. If you can find any additional information regarding them, uh, please forward copies of that to both myself and my executive officer. I'm gonna be quite honest. That's about all the information there is. She's highly classified in Dominion Intel. I understand. Thank you for your assistance. <laughs> I go to yeah, going to find Admiral Horner. Uh, <laughs> I go to the comms room to talk to Richter. Alright. Uh, he's in the middle of a conversation. And so you're telling... Te uh, wrong accent. I'm trying to be Russian. Uh, that's not, not all infested Terrans are Russian. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Stukov. Why do you have to establish that sorry. pattern? I mean, you all sound alike to me. The infested Terrans are, you know, a particular breed. 
So you're telling me then that, and you walk in the door. Ah, uh, you must be Corlash, correct? Indeed, I am. In the face, the director. I have a query. How can I assist you? you? Aboard the Unity Station, is it possible you can discover whether or not a hive gene shaper is present? I mean, there's only really one gene shaper among the swarm. That'd be Abathur, but... Does well. he not have what the Terran word would be of uh, assistance? No, the evolution master is quite uh, specific that he is the only one qualified to weave strains in the Zerg swarm. And that said... Some of the queens do their own genetic dabbling. But the evolution master is the one who determines what changes shall be adapted to the swarm as a whole. I, in pursuit of essence and evolution, I have a curiosity I would wish to run past one of these queens or this abathur. Well, I suppose we'll see if there's a queen on the station then. I would like your assistance. The Zerg Hive has a nuances to it. Prime Zerg are not always Yes. I can see that. What are you looking for exactly? I would like to know if it is possible for improvements to the primal Zerg to be performed with the knowledge and essence of the Zerg Hive. A combination, two halves, to form one whole. I feel like that wouldn't be possible without infestation. <laughs> I don't know that that's a thing that works on Primal Zerg. I... Is a curiosity. It is. Would you be willing to... S- I Willing, I guess, is sort of a afterthought if a queen gets wind of this and is curious, but would you submit to infestation? That would depend entirely on what would occur. Well, for one, you lose any individuality you have. <laughs> if they leave you with a personality, it's because they wanted you to have it. You seem particularly independent, as do these queens. The queens are left that way because that's their purpose. And I suppose I was as well. I'm supposed to be a command unit among infested Terrans. But there's still the voice of the swarm in the back of my head that gives me my orders and tells me what I should do and who I should be. At the moment, I'm being left as an open operative. But above all else, the swarm is in charge. You have no real will when it comes down to it. 
I am still curious if evolution is our mandate. But independence is also is potentially a conversation worth having with the swarm. We'll see what happens. Indeed. And then I'll head off to... Uh, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and... and uh, if the ship has landed, I'm going to go ahead and head towards the airlock. Yeah. He looks over at Sean out and well. Shall we... See the station? See what's on it? Yes, I... Maybe we should. Let's go. Cornix is going to put through a quick call to Oswald to basically see to the repairs. <laughs> Alright. Um... Because absent players become NPCs and NPCs get the bitch work. <laughs> <laughs> That's his science roll. Four. Alright. Um, he's going to ask you for credits to go and get repair kits. Okay. How much is he going to need? I think we have a party fund that hasn't been distributed between people, so... Yes, there was one. It was the last count. I think somebody else grabbed problem. <laughs> Probably Oswald has it on his sheet. Oswald um, has it, yeah. Um, on Stefan's last number I have last is 66,335. Yes, that was the last number on Stefan's sheet. I don't know how much of that's been spent, but I don't think much. I know Oswald it? spent some on, like, upgrading things. That was, that was mm-hmm. before that number. That was, yeah... Most of the upgrades, unless there were any after Stefan got yanked, I don't remember any. Other than I think the that's stuff probably pretty close to the. Cool. Um, he's going to ballpark you probably around the range of like 1,500 credits. That we can do. We will authorize that expenditure. All right. All right, then take 1500 off of the crew credits, which is going to be five out of four, actually. Yeah, 64835 is what we'd have left afterwards. <laughs> Yay, logistics. Go, ammo, g- g- refill whatever is missing for the guns for ammunition purposes. That's true, yeah, because we will have to uh, re- reload what we spent from the... Actually, we we were using lasers primarily, right, with the burst cannons? Yeah, the burst cannon doesn't use ammunition. Okay. Mostly, yeah. I'm thinking just the individual... Right, yeah, small arms... Small arm stuff. Um, I can't imagine it's going to be a lot of money, but 
if you want to do calculations on that, and Cornix will authorize expenditures there also. Um, and then he is going to go looking for a person whose name I actually wrote down. Uh, we don't have Archivist Talamus. Who's interested in Zerg information at the Archivist Libraries. Alright. Uh, Archivist. Was it Talamus or was it Talamus? Talamus, probably. Glad to say. Um, Archivist Talamus is present um, when you arrive, and he's. Uh, as you approach, he recognizes you as a person who's been bringing a lot of information. Ah, Cornix, it's good to see you again. How can I assist you? I have uh, recently come back from an exposition to Char, uh, where we encountered Indeed. quite a number of interesting phenomena, shall we say. If you would care to look, and I extend my memory crystal, whatever or, might be helpful for the records. All right, let's see. What all did you find? You found... Okay, so we found an infested jukebox. That's going to feature pretty heavily. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As it should. Right. Um, the the other high point would probably be the Miterlings and the Scourge uh, encounter, um, particularly since he was actually able to use also, uh, psionics against the Scourge. Also probably the, uh, the Queen. Yes, and then the whole shebang of... Interacting with this, the Zerg on a non-aggressionary basis as they guided us through those areas, watching the the Nidus Worm go by, uh, talking to a queen while she's riding on an Ultralisk. And of course, there's a nice sort of like National Geographic voiceover narration to to all of the uh, the setting, uh, the establishing shot footage and things like that. Cornix, as voiced by <laughs> David Attenborough. Right, pretty much. Char. A planet of an unstable geology. I'm going to assume there's also a bit of a, there's also a bit of notation about the fact that different Zerg broods have biological markers to differentiate them. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. um, talking about the the bioluminescence or the uh, carapace markings, that sort of thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll say. You get twenty honor for that. Sweet. He's enough to buy your Zerg companion a great sword. <laughs> yes, but he's not going to. <laughs> so, I don't Reach think we've ever gotten... Since logistics is always fun to, 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 to spend mass amounts of time on. Um, I don't episode. think that we've ever gotten a full listing of what weapons we have... Uh, you're the arms master now, so you get to keep track of that shit. Yes, I know. That's the thing. It's never been listed. All right. Okay. I'll um, tell you what uh, I have on mine. Yeah, because I, I know you guys. You guys can tell me who's holding on to what. Like the big. Well, there's the. Yeah, like I was gonna say, everybody, what individual stuff have you used? But I'm talking mostly about the enormous pile of weapons that we've collected. Yeah, I think Jack has most of that information because he's the one who's been looting. Uh, I've also looted some of the stuff, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over time, Cornix has acquired a protective vest, three repeating pistols, one auto rifle, 
Uh, pistols, one auto rifle. Okay. Uh, and then that protective vest. Um, we had... Uh, where's those other ones? Hang on a second while I look. Okay. Uh, how much... How many shots down is um, Rachel on the fire? Uh, she is only missing, I think, like two or three. Let me check for you here. Okay. Uh, yes, she's down three. Okay. How many down is Ava? Um, on the medical delivery system, zero. Uh, on 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 her gun. Oh, on her gun. Um, I still have plenty of ammo. Um, we had at least one heavy Gauss rifle and one I have chain gun. Fifty-eight light slugs. Um, okay. Which I think is enough, given how often Ava shoots things. Actually, uh, I believe you're down five, uh, Rachel. Uh, oh, five? Sorry. Because each of your flame, because each of your flamethrowers holds thirty fuel, and you've got fifty-five left, which would, you would have had sixty at max. Oh, okay. So five. Also, sorry. Well, one chain gun, and neither of those have been fired yet. Um, oh wait, sorry, not a not a Gauss rifle. We had a canister rifle. Sorry, yeah. we had canister, canister rifle. Oh, and rifle. I have Oswald not been counting which down. Which I think Oswald has the canister out. rifle now. Um, yep, right. Uh, we have nine days worth of food for three Terrans. We also have. I'm not doing the food. I'm only weapons man. Okay, fine. Somebody I'll else can track the food. We also have an infested. Um, we also have an you. infested Marines Gauss rifle that might be able to be farmed for parts. <laughs> That's kind of biotech at this point. Um, it's not alive anymore, no. <laughs> I'm going to imagine at some point Dirk saw that and threw it out the airlock. Probably a smart decision. Because that is wrong. <laughs> yes, and then I know that Oswald is missing a certain amount from his, his sniper rifle, but I'll mm-hmm. worry about that later. I'm not, okay. I haven't used any of my ammo. And what's your... Gun. I don't have you one. Have a, yeah, I was gonna say he's got one? a he's got a nerf gun. I've got a nerf gun. Oh, that's right. You just that's that's right. Because well, we did we did fire off a few rounds uh, of a practice with another gun, but you guys still won't let me have an actual gun. That's right. I wouldn't let you have it because you couldn't figure out the word safety. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody else besides me has a shotgun. I know. Uh, Ava. Yes, I have a Ava, shotgun. Ava a um, shotgun. I don't have any shotgun ammo, according. Okay. Oh, I have six shotgun ammo. Okay. Sorry. Cool. I will figure out shit from here. And as always, feel free to buy more guns. Yes. No. Yeah. Or melee weapons for me. I'm buying some some basic drugs and ammo packs, but I will just do that out of my own funds. Um. So, and I'm going to see Admiral Horner because shopping episode. All right. So while you while you guys while you guys are deciding how you want to spend your money, I highly recommend someone gets a jetpack. Um, <laughs> Put a jetpack on the Zerg. <laughs> no. Yes. Absolutely not. The best plan. After your fireborn, does the explosion impact you? 
Uh, we are, I think we're ruling that fireborn are no longer immune to fire, just reduce okay. damage from it. They don't they don't and, suffer and, the they don't suffer the weapon traits yeah. from so, fire. The, right. the flames are energy damage traits. I would certainly take reduced damage from the explosion. Alright, so I'm still going to see Admiral Alright. So yeah. You head up to the you head up to the command center for Project Unity. Um inside uh you meet with um the three primary leaders, um Stukov, uh Horner and Karax. Um as as you enter the war room where they're all having conversations, um Horner turns to look at what you're doing as he's talking with a scientist handing him a data pad. He hands it back to them for a second and Ah, um, Miss Sweet, I see you're back. How uh any updates? Yes. Um we managed to go to Traw and retrieve um and retrieve this individual that we were <coughs> that totally has a name. Richter. Richter. <laughs> And retrieve Richter. Uh, we all also managed, made contact with one of the queens um, and acquired her help in the matter. Richter was able to give us additional information about the Sons of Creation and about the method by through which the previous task force Echo was abducted. Um. And uh, very good. Um, I don't think I've got time to review a full report, so give me the key points. All right. Um, Ava will very quickly go over. They have a lot of resources. Their black site was at this mining place. Um, they're trying to make a new Kerrigan. <laughs> yes. And, Russian, and, an army of Kerrigans. Yes. And the the... Most troubling piece being that they seem to be experimenting to try and replicate the abilities of Sarah Kerrigan. As the room goes silent. Yeah, when when you when you when you when you say that last part, like half of the room stops what they were doing and you assume the other half just didn't hear what you said. Because like this is yeah. what it, this is what is called burying the lead. <laughs> yeah. No, this is what's called the way that Ava gives information. That's fair. You mean um, you mean the enemy is an antediluvian? <laughs> this is basically this is roughly about the same caliber, actually, of what we're of what we're just revealing. Only in this case, it's the enemy is Kane. Right. I mean. We'll have World of Darkness conversations later. Let's not spoil the other game for anyone that isn't caught up on it. I'm just saying, Kane is, is a setting ender. Whole setting. Yeah, so All Kerrigan, of the actually. settings. Anyways. All of uh, the settings. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, he, he stops for a second and... He like turns around to the scientist who had been about to hand in the data pad again and says, "Like that'll have to wait. I need a full debrief now." <laughs> and Ava will basically give every piece of information she's been given, and then our captain might have additional details that he felt it was not prudent to share, and also, um, I believe both members of the 
formal task force echo that we've retrieved are currently on the base and may have additional details as well. <sighs> of all the people to have insane world-ending plots, we had to find the people who thought an army of Kerrigans would be a good idea. With the greatest possible respect, it's probably better they were found. Yes, I would rather that their first appearance not be when they have an army of Sarah Kerrigans marching on August Grad and literally ripping the planet apart. Okay. Uh, we need to find them now. And I think that the only way we're going to do that is if we can find the rest of Task Force Renegade. Our current plan, of course, at your discretion, was to go to the planet of... I, know. I have it in my notes and it says Mumbai and that sounds wrong. Meinhof. Meinhof. <laughs> Mumbai? Yeah, let's go to Mumbai. That's okay. That's longer. Okay. Say, Fuck that Doomfist already got his gauntlet. <laughs> Shut up. I have dyslexia and horrible handwriting. No. That is <laughs> um, perfectly excused. Yeah. Meinhof, where um both of the current members feel very confident that we will locate their medic. Um unfortunately the other two members of Task Force Renegade Echo are currently, or at least at our last known location, in the custody of the Sons of Creation at Black Site 1 and 2, respectively. Um, Black Site 1 being the one that they seem to have the project at. <sighs> this is going to be... <clears throat> Quite the trip. Do you have any idea how we can locate these black sites? Aside from intelligence from some sums of creation location, giving it away. From the information I have, my best guess would be locating some sort of transport. They're kidnapping children. They have to be bringing them somehow. But of Problem course, is, that's only my assessment. We'll see what we can do. You're a known quantity. If we're going to hunt from that angle, we can't use you. Task Force Echo, at this point... I am willing to wager is known to the Suns. Yes. Um, as I believe we... As we relayed previously, they managed to access our systems when we were on um, Capital World. Coral. Coral. Yes, I got that report. His brother Rasputin is concerning, as are the abilities he seems to manifest. Indeed. 
So, while we pursue that option, do you have any other leads? There is a second and apparently a third black site. Um, they need supply lines. Um, and Commander Ravenhall Hall believed that uh, le- members of his family were targeted by them, though that may tie in more closely with the child kidnapping part. Um, well, their operating location, though it they may have vacated by now on on Core Hall was a charity of sorts referred to as the Angel's Arms. It's possible that moniker's in use elsewhere. <sighs> this was totally Stefan's job. Roll me an intelligence you check. Him in. Okay. I mean, he should. Um, anything specific or just my intelligence stat? This is just how well you're going to re- be remembering something, so just your intelligence okay. stat. Oh, let's not quibble about who's evil, Corlash. I mean, if I had eaten Stefan, I could have, you know, maybe had his memories and thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, right. I'm evil. I'm just not. I'm not the insidious one. You're like Just evil, not Satan. No, I'm the opposite of May. Anti-May. I'm I'm more like the interpretation of Mercy that she's evil. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So. You remember where you first found the Akundalar and what was being done with it. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Um, Additionally, um, it's possible that they were trying to acquire the Akundala through a sale transaction of sorts with the um, people we recovered it from. The Junkers. And I also remember who that transaction was being carried through. Mm -hmm. Task Force Wiki Whiskey was going to look into that angle, but I don't believe we've gotten any updates on them. I don't know if they acquired other information or not. Well, the actually, Whiskey's here on the station. You may want to seek them out. Of course. Uh, that might be our best lead, actually. If we can figure out who they were going to take the Akundalar to, we might be able to find out where they were going to take it. Understood. Um, Should I redirect um, the Task Force Renegade members towards you if I encounter them again? Yes, please. I need to get an update from them ASAP. Of course. Wind dismissed. If she is. Yeah, it is dismissed. Go find Task Force Whiskey. I think they'll have information we might need 
Right. Does For all Jonathan our sakes. give me a communicator number? Probably not. What do you say? Did Chana give me a communicator number? Uh, probably not. Not in okay. the conversations we've had. Um. Then Ava is going to message the number we have for Task Force Wiki Whiskey. Task Force <laughs> Wiki. <laughs> Brilliant. We need a Wikipedia for all these task forces. <laughs> I wouldn't use that task force. They're terribly sourced. <laughs> <laughs> task force. Every time whiskey. they open a door, it's just citation needed. Citation needed. <laughs> And they're really uh, big into vandalism for some reason. And I will... Um, and I, I'll also probably search around, see if they're actually out seeing the sites anywhere I obviously notice them. Um, actually, as, you're, as you reach... Actually, roll me a perception. That's why I said if I obviously noticed them. <clears throat> See? The you, dice know I'm bad at things. You, you don't notice them until you bump into Vasquez. Oh. Funk. Like you were, you were in the middle of pulling your phone out to like start calling them, and then as you're walking, you like face first into a suit of power armor. <laughs> Two power armors clash in, in a room. I'm not wearing my power armor right now. Like you, you, you like face plant into the chests into the chest piece of a suit of power armor, and like off to the side, there's a sort of a surprised, oh, I, I am so sorry. <laughs> As you look over to the side and see that um, Vasquez was apparently walking with Dr. Zyger, and um, Zyger is not wearing her power armor, but Vasquez still is. Zyger? The medic. Yeah, they're medic. Oh. I thought we had to go retrieve her. No. No. Med no. Whiskey. Has oh, medic for Task Force medic. Whiskey. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, no. Dr. Rayana has not just randomly shown up from Meinhof <laughs> on Unity Station. <laughs> oh, look! What a coincidence! <laughs> oh, thank God. You're already here. Well. <laughs> uh, We're going to take credit for finding actually you. Actually, looking so for you. you. Uh, oh, look, all this glory we suddenly gained. Uh, yes, you're looking for us. We've managed to recover some of the previous Task Force Echo members and uncover a bit of a plot. Um, I know you were following up on the sale that was being made of the now Akundala previously something else. Previously Nocturna. Um, was hoping to get any information you'd happen to get in reference to that. Uh, yes. Uh, you would be happy to share the information if you have, but first, how many have you found and who? Two. Um, Shauna Briggs and uh, the infested Taryn and a member of the group. Um, uh, Richter. Indeed. We, we are planning on 
making a trip to retrieve the doctor next. Um, unfortunately, while we have information on the location of the other two members, to some extent, it's not necessarily feasible for us to rescue them. Yes. Um, very well. Well, um, perhaps we should uh, find a place to sit and we can share the Indeed. information we have. Um, and I'll probably send to send to Corlash and um, Corlash Cornix and yeah um, and new guy dumb guy whatever Dirk, Dirk. Um, <laughs> new guy dumb guy <laughs> accurate so, uh, that that I am meeting with them just I don't have a communicator. Okay, I'll send it to the ship. If you are on the ship, you will get the message. I'm not on the ship either. He's not on the okay. ship. Well, fine. No message for you. I'm just. You don't have to get the message. I was just letting you know. He sends it because she feels obligated. That when Corinix gets his, he'll if there's location information provided, yes, he'll head straight there. Absolutely, location information. Um, and basically an RSVP request. I'm going to talk to a queen, apparently. So. Cornix will do his best to go boop. <laughs> all right, so the 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 group of you that you all get your messages. Those of you who have communicators, mm-hmm. which includes Rachel, probably. Ah, no, intentionally yeah. excluded. Okay, no <laughs> mind then. So, cool. member of Task Force Echo. It's less that and more that I don't want Task Force Wiki hearing about how we threatened his. Threaten the guy's life. Y'all did it. I did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Alright, um, in a particular case, those of you who get the message, what are you doing with it? Uh, headed straight there, honestly. Okay. Um, Dirk is in the pro- was in the process of figuring out inventory, which I which I've got set up for whenever, um, and is oh I stuffs is stuffs is the 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 uh, the write up of everything that he that they should get into his pocket, and almost makes, makes his way completely out. Stops, turns around, goes back, gets a gun because he left his back there. <laughs> Nothing big, just just can't, you know, can't, shotgun. Can't leave without a gun. You feel right. naked. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's walking around with you know, goss rifle. The, um, the, the the dog that's on the ship looks at you as you walk out and walk back in. He's like, Arr. stop. <laughs> Pat the dog on the head. Scratch. I assume we've been feeding the dog. I would hope so. (laughs) Otherwise, I I don't think Richter's the only zombie on the ship. Corlash has been making sure the dog has been fed. Okay. Also, none of you have named the dog. Does not... has not requested a name. Dirk assumes that he has a name. Will name itself. He hasn't had time to ask. I've I've been calling him Cletus, but that's just me. <laughs> Can't wait right. till we have Cletus the infested border collie. The the, the the pup will discover its own name 
as it discovers its place in the pack. <laughs> I'm not gonna correct him. Hey. Um. So, uh, those of you who get the message, yep. you all head your way there. Yeah. Rachel, what are you doing? Uh, I've finished eating my sandwich, and I am now in my quarters playing the ukulele. Yes. Idly playing ukulele. Yep, she's playing like some just. She's like plinking a song out. It's an actual song, but she's played it real slow. You know, just for that aesthetic feel. <laughs> All right, so let's take a step over to Corlash. Yes, I am going to speak with the queen. All right, uh, so Richter uh, walks along with you to the uh, entrance into the hive that lives underneath uh, in this asteroid field, in this this station, basically. Yep. Uh, And as the group of you, the two of you enter down into the hive, uh, Richter just kind of looks around. Well, this is a fairly well-put-together situation. I suspect there will probably be some form of queen somewhere at the center of it keeping track of things. One would expect. Well, let's see where we can find. They'll probably be in the evolution chamber. That is where we shall go. All right, let's see what we can do. Uh, so you make your way down into the center of the hive where most of the drones are at work, um, forming new Zerg structures where the larvae are hatched. Um, you make your way into the evolution chamber and it's surprisingly empty in here for about 15 seconds, uh, before you hear a scurrying noise near one of the tunnels and... There is a figure that um, emerges from some of the tunnels and stands basically in front of you as it sort of rears up and holds its claws like almost like crossing, like steepling them as it looks at the group of you. Organism Abathur with you. Explain purpose in hive. Ah. We have discovered the gene shaper. The rest of you, uh, appearing before this duo is a sort of, I would say, worm-like entity. Uh, His body is made up mostly of sort of blackish carapace with a series of, like, green like sacks on the side of his body as he um sort of weaves his hands together like he's uh making a uh, sort of a, a, a nodding motion uh, and he looks basically like a slug with a series of arms up and down his torso and a set of four massive uh spiked talons on near the back of him that uh, serve a purpose that you don't that, that none of you quite understand because it's kind of inscrutable to the evolution master himself. Uh, his face is kind of sunken into the carapace in the front, and he's got this sort of row of teeth that don't seem to like close. Like it's just kind of an open front mouth 
on the on the front of his body. I've linked an image for those of you in the Roll20 and in the Twitch chat. Sweet. <coughs> yep, that's him. Blink, blink. The oh. fuck? I mean, well, no, no, I, none I, of you were there. <laughs> we're not there. Yes, I know. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Abathur. Explain purpose in hive. Jin Shaper, I have a curiosity I wish to bring before you. The primal Zerg exist to consume essence and evolve, perfecting ourselves for our survival and the survival of our species. The hive similarly perfects itself using evolution, though not quite in the same manner. The curiosity I propose if a primal zerg such as myself were to undergo specific genetic mutation led by a gene shaper, what might could we potentially craft with this cooperation? Primal zerg. Imperfect. Redundant sequences. Too much information. Cluttered. Messy. Could do with improvement. Need purpose. Need direction. Zerglings. Small attack. Light forces. Hydralisks. Ranged offensive elite unit. Each have designated purpose. Best fit inside of role. Outside, less in, not intended. Primal Zerg, built for universal purpose, have too much redundancy, too much generalization, no specialty. What sort of improvements would one such as you suggest for such a lack of purpose? Would define strength, find purpose, find meaning in evolution, cut meaningless extra information. Hmm. And what do you think would result of combining the two halves of our species? Would create single-minded creation designed to fulfill purpose and evolve to become more potent at purpose. That would lose what makes us primal, but would gain much power, you think? Primal Zerg Directive, maintain individuality while evolving. Zerg Directive, evolve at all costs. 
This is very enlightening. Perhaps there is something there, but for the future. This conversation should happen with pack leader, the Hakka. See if cooperation further benefits both. Primal Zerg Dehaka not present on station. No. When next I speak with him, I will raise this curiosity and acquire his perspective. I thank you for your time, Gene Shaper. Very well. Queries answered. Presence in Hive unnecessary. We will depart. I'll turn and start walking away. You head away and Avatar returns to what he was doing. He sort of turns around and like leans forward and burrows down back into the evolution chamber and proceeds to continue spinning sequences as he does. An interesting query with interesting potential. I suppose, although... I did not expect to see the Evolution Master himself here upon the planet. Hmm. If this is the unification of three races, I would imagine there is much information for the Evolution Master, as you call him. Much data to be gathered... I suppose, well, I suppose we should also get back to it then. And we're going to cut over to the meeting. After the group of you have gathered at sort of a, a, just a pub that's on the station for people to take their shore leave. I should note that um, Ava also would have sent a message to the ship um, that if either Task Force Renegade member returns, they get to know that Horner is looking for them. Um, All right. Because I don't have their phone numbers! <laughs> Valid. Alright. You sent that, you sent that uh, message. And, and also with a request to forward it if either of them left a forwarding number. <laughs> Shauna may have. Alright. So... After you've left that information, um, you all gather and sit down at what is essentially just like a, a, a shore leave pub for the people on Project Unity. Um, and so you sit down. Uh, it's currently Vasquez and uh, Zyger. And a short while later, um, Malcolm walks in. Uh, the uh, the Marauder that you that you met. Um, he's out of his armor. He's a very uh, like dark skin, uh, very um, Samuel L. Jackson esque. Nice. Uh, he's you know bald headed, uh, full like chin beard, uh, but. Um, very like strong facial features as he like walks over and sits down. All right, so what do we got? And 
Zyger looks over at Hammond and over at Vasquez and then looks at the group of you. Well, so, the information that we have found is that, well, the Junkers were looking to sell the ship to an individual called the Broker. The Broker was acting as an intermediary between the Junkers and the Sons of Creation. We're looking for the ship and its technology. We suspect that if we could find the broker, they may have the location of the missing black sites or could perhaps schedule a meeting that would bring someone who does know the location of the black sites to us. That is a long shot, considering the broker prides themselves on being hidden, on keeping their information to themselves, and being relatively neutral. But if we could find them, then we may have a lead. How big of an apocalypse would it have to be for the brokers to break that neutrality? Well... I don't know anything about them personally, but such a situation is often built upon reputation. It would likely have to be something worth dying for. Cornix will nod. Well, we have significant intelligence indicating the sons of creation are likely to be attempting to foment something remarkably apocalyptic if they are left unchecked. That does not sound good. No, indeed. I mean, no. What scale are we talking about? As Uh. individuals of action and background within the Dominion, you are, of course, uh, familiar with the threat presented by the Queen of Blades when she was an active part of the game. Uh, yes, of course. Many of us were on the front lines of, of those of us who were battling with the Queen of Blades' swarm. Imagine then the desperation of circumstances if an entire army of equivalently powered individuals was created and unleashed upon the sector. I'm keeping an eye out to make sure there's no one listening in from, like, the... You can't listen into te- telepathy. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I thought everyone's responding in telepathy. Yes. Yeah. On a scale uh, of 1 to 10, fuck nuggets. There's, uh, there, there's this moment where um, uh, Andrea just kind of stares at the table for a second and, like, the color drains from her face for a little bit. If what you are saying is true, then I... I feel that the sector would have no future. Like I said, fuck nuggets. So... If adequately convinced of 
the objective. It's possible we could try and negotiate with the broker. I think that if anything would be enough of a bargaining chip to break that neutrality, this would be it. There are a few who do not know that individuals impact on the sector. In your professional opinion, Sergeant Vasquez, would this be something one would wish to communicate through normal channels to the broker or something one would wish to present in person? That staticky reply comes back over this over uh, Vasquez's um, <laughs> speakers. There's always someone listening on open channels, especially when we're talking about people like the Suns. Very well, then. We will have to ascertain where the broker's base of operations is located and then make our way that direction. Preferably once we have acquired Dr. Rayana from where they are currently located as having further uh, confirmation of our enemy's projects would most likely go a long way into convincing the broker of our intentions. Advised Admiral Horner as to the information that we that we had. Um, you may wish to update him, given that we were asked to do everything we could to locate the sites. Mm. Sorry, what did you just say, Aaron? I'd like miss half a sentence. I said that I had advised Admiral Horner on what we knew. And that we might want to update him because our orders were essentially to figure out figure out how to locate the site. All right. Yes. Um, we will uh, we will let Admiral Horner know, and we will see what we can do about setting up a meeting with this broker where you are looking for Doctor Rihanna. If you happen to make contact with either Sean and Briggs or the Infested Terran, uh, he would very much like to speak to them as well, I think. Very well. If we see them, we will send them his way. Oh, she turns and looks up at Vasquez. We have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, that about sums it up. <laughs> All right. Very well. We will be in contact once we have accomplished our next stage of acquisition. And Malcolm looks across the two of you, or the three of you, and keep yourself safe, because if the sons find out you know this stuff, they'll come at you hard. Yes, we are planning to upgrade the Akundalar while we are in dock. Make sure that we have as good a defensive capability as possible. Don't forget to upgrade yourselves, too. Because they might not it. come at you in space. I'm working on it. All right. I guess we should get back to work, right? Uh, yes, I think we should 
Get this on the way as quickly as possible to not give them any time to complete their plans. Good fortune to you, and we will see you in the future. Likewise. The three of them stand up and make their way out of the bar. All right. What are the rest of you doing now? Uh, Cornix is going to run back to the Kundalar um, and talk with Oswald about some possible upgrades for the ship. Uh, Oswald, by the way, has repaired the ship with the 1500 credits that you okay. gave him. Uh for your runoff. Got some things for you to sign off on. Yes. What do we have? Um, so we ain't got we got a lot of guns, but we ain't got um I'd say we could probably stand to do with some grenades. Very well. Um uh, a few different types. Uh, ammo. We still we we need to ammo up some stuff. Um, what I got here ends up to be a total of let's see. Uh, carry the three. Uh, oops, wrong way. Fifty. Uh, a uh, five thousand three hundred and thirteen credits worth of stuff, and that will uh, provide you're saying ammo, grenades, and what else? That will so that'll get us. Uh, that'll get me get uh, um get me up to proper on my Gauss rifle. Um, that will get me my my shotgun shells back. Plus shotgun shells for the dock. Um, a couple, a couple, uh, um, couple slugs to replace what she's missing for 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 pistol. Uh, 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 Rachel's fuel. Uh, and five fragmentation grenades, two concussive grenades. And five breach and charges. I have a lot of pistol ammo. Do I really need more? On a weird chance that you end up that you end up using your fifty-eight in the next, do you want to run out? No, fair point. I'm just saying. Very well. All right. Sounds like sensible purchases. And you said five three thirteen. Five three thirteen. Okay. And that will make Ava's shotgun shells, by the way, adamantine shotgun shells. Okay. So armor piercing, basically? Uh, adamantine is... The, there was some, it, what you got me in the chat, and I'll put it in. Piercing and something else. Nice. Um, penetration 2, rending 4. Okay. Hells yes. Yes. I'm going to put you at crew credits are going to be at 59522. And I just bought um, my stuff out of my own pocket.
I unmuted my mic. I didn't buy anything because okay. I don't have money or spend it. It's true. All right. Um. <sighs> um. Once I get back to the ship, I'm just gonna tool around until everybody else gets back. <laughs> All right. Uh, when you get back to the ship with Richter, he gets the notification that Horner's looking for him and heads back out to go meet with okay. Admiral Horner. That's fine. I am now back in the ship. Uh, when Shauna Briggs arrives a few minutes later, she gets that notification as well and also heads out. Alright. Um... Anyone have anything else they need to get? Um, um, oh, go ahead. Unless there's a shortage on med packs, I'm getting a few of those. No, like, you, you've got access to a good supply of basically everything. Cool. I would, however, note that Oswald did use all the repair kits that he bought with that 1,500 credits. Okay. To repair the ship. And then you say, but repair kits are, 50, are only 50 credits. Why did he need that many? Because the ship was down about 200 <laughs> hit points. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's going to talk to Oswald and Shauna. Cornix is, yeah, Cornix is going to get Oswald and Shauna together, talk about at least getting an improved handling upgrade for the Akundalar. Um, which would basically give it a plus two defense when piloted, costs 1,500 credits. And ask about how long that would take to install. I mean, you've got engineers on hand to right. install any upgrades you purchase basically immediately. Okay. Um, it, it shouldn't take more than a few hours, generally speaking. Okay. And barring some of the more like super intensive upgrades, which might take a bit longer. So, if we wanted to get a target guidance system and a combat missile battery, or I mean a destroyer missile battery, because we can afford that. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Ava will ask that you please don't deplete the group supplies completely in case we need emergency medical. We need to purchase additional medical supplies at some point. Now, based on the info in the books, that would be... A destroyer missile battery is 25k. Uh, right. Target guidance is... 3,500, right? 2,500. 2,500. Like, it would that be 27, would be... It'd be 27.5. And you guys so, have more than double that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna shill out for that as well. Alright, so 27.5. Yep. Mark off, which brings you down to... Uh, 4, 3... 
brings us down to just over 32k yeah, right 30 32022 right mm-hmm. all right and ship is now equipped with a destroyer missile battery someone note that down i'm gonna p- try and put it in my yep i'm putting down the... all the purchases yeah. that i've made <laughs> There is an there is a handout that I don't know that we can edit that yeah, can is edit called it, ship information. Yeah, Kundalar stats. Yeah. Or that 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 is Ta-da. that is actually what it's called. Anyways, <clears throat> first cannon. I have a question. Slightly more awesome. I have a question. Yes. When Dirk left the ship, did he lock the armory? <laughs> yes. Pretty sure Dirk always locks the armory. Because <laughs> it wasn't set. Dirk, so I was Dirk is... Isn't like... I mean, no, but I also don't say that I close every door behind me either. That's true. Or that he zips Dirk up and goes to the like, bathroom. So there, it wasn't said. Did Ava pray? Yes. <laughs> Ava prayed. That's, that's, Lavis prayed. That's why right, I yeah. asked. Yep. Dirk is dumb about a lot of things. But he's competent in the things that he, yeah. Hey, he's dumb about a lot of things because he's filled up his brain with all of the other things that he needs to be. No, yeah, I, he's I, just I, he's just dumb. Okay, I, that's a, that's some Mahoka logic right there. I just <laughs> I just had to ask. Good thing to ask. Yes. How many medical support pods did you guys put on the ship? Just um, one time, I believe. I think we put one on, and I think Shauna may have upgraded it. Yeah, it can. That's not in my info. Um, that would have been something Oswald purchased and noted. Um, I will do a thing. Uh, I don't know. I'll while I'm actually just to rewind it slightly. While I'm on the way back to the ship, I would uh, like to activate my telepathy and see if there and see if I can sense the minds of any other primal zerg on Unity Station. Or if I'm you the are the only one. one. Okay. At the moment. Only primal zerg. Alright. Yep, that was, that's the only other thing that I would have wanted to do. <sighs> I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. <laughs> once once we get there. back to the ship, Ava Much will give Farnix a more thorough breakdown of her conversation with Admiral Horner. Mm. Ah. Then this. Why not simply utilize the full force of Project Unity to destroy Kornick, these not Corlax. Oh, I thought you said Corlax, Norman. Nope. No. <laughs> oh, I didn't even mess on? it up this time. No, I just misheard it. Never mind them. Um, look. Sorry, Aaron. I was looking up something. Did you say Cornix or somebody else? Cornix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. No, uh, she'll just tell him everything that happened with Admiral Horner. Okay. Excellent. Sounds good. Sounds good. And if any of you at home want to do a uh, want to do a similar voice to Corlash, remember, drink lots of water. It's very important to keep your vocal cords healthy and not have them run screaming into the night as you try to force them to do things they're not meant to do. So I'm really <laughs> sad you don't have your alcohol bottle version of water while giving this PSA. <laughs> Stay well hydrated. Drink Schmirnoff. Stay well hydrated <laughs> as you do silly voices. Because remember, 
Mm. Refreshing. <clears throat> so when I get back to the ship, I'll go find Rachel and my eye. hand over the the canister of flamer fuel. Here you go. Thank you. You bet. She doesn't quite stop playing her her ukulele. Oh no, that's fine. Is she like halfway through Hey Soul Sister at this point? <laughs> hey, she's actually. Hey, she's, hey, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, no, no, absolutely not. Stop. On the of my left my side, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them in concert on my anniversary, so. I know you did. That's why I mentioned that song. <laughs> Uh, no, he just hands up because he figures loading that stuff up in the firebat is something that, that that Rachel won't want to do on her personal time. You make it sound almost dirty. I mean, that is how you generally are. That is how you generally are towards that firebat armor. So, well, I had think about in my it. As, life. I ain't had nothing in my life quite as nice as that in about uh, 25 years after I lost my my favorite doll. I mean, I get it. The of the UED is going from I kind of hate them to they're really, really stupid, aren't they? <laughs> well, you don't even want to know what my impression of Ava is, so I will just not mention that at all. Ah, Doc's not too bad. And right before we take off, I send Oswald out for uh, <laughs> another 2,000 credit purchase. He's picking up 10 Tier 2 repair kits just to have on hand. <laughs> the way you said that, you made it sound like, just before we leave, I send him out, and then I fly away. <laughs> <laughs> and then we leave Oswald here. None of you can fly the ship like he can. I can so. fly the ship. I'm, I'm like you, like really smart. I'm not a good pilot because that's instinct, but I'm smart. Let Corlash try to pilot the ship. It'll be great. No. (laughs) Corlash was given the job of shipboard security for a very good reason. I can. That means I can always tell him it's time to patrol again. (laughs) Yes. Instinct. Instinct is the skill you use to pilot, and I've got a good amount of instinct. So do I, but I can't. I imagine you're going to need to make an alien technology roll, though. Yep. (laughs) As a side note, somebody, I'll put it in notes here somewhere. I don't know how much down Oswald is on his ammo, but that would have been covered, too. So we'll deal with that Mm -hmm. later. Uh, You guys and your need for ammo. Yeah, I know. It's kind of silly, isn't it? (laughs) I don't need ammo. People insist that I get armor and ammo and all these things that aren't med pack. As I just spontaneously grow another limb. It's just, yeah, ammo. It's weird, right? (laughs) I don't need ammo. I could probably just punch somebody with the fire bat's arms. But it's cooler when it it makes fire. Yes, yes, it is. Even even Coronix agrees with, with Rachel on that. All right. Oh, number seven. I mean, on the You're plus side, a bit of a heart. So, on the plus side, we officially have 
Although that's not that was not Dirk's intent. A a a Corlash resolution system. Adamantine shotguns. Throw, throw four fragmentation grenades at him at the same time. Oh, oh yeah. The the Hellboy One maneuver. Yes. Okay. Most, most, <laughs> most things do die when you throw when you lock them in a room and throw frag grenades in there. Most. Yeah. Currently. Or you know, yeah, lock them in the room with a bunch of a bunch of the breaching charges because those are even worse. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we've had a fun shopping episode of things that go boom. Yes. Ra- Rachel learned a new song on the ukulele while y'all were gone. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And she got it's, some ammo out of the deal. She did. It's a, it's a, a great uh, down home uh, wall, uh, you know, country dancing song. Circle to the left, the old brass wagon. <laughs> That's magnificent. She so, will be playing nothing else for the next like eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk loves it. So once everybody is back on the ship and everything is purchased, do we, we con- fly away to Meinhof? Continue to Meinhof. I, I should I should note when um, Shauna Briggs and um, Richter return from their meeting with uh, Admiral Horner, they come back in a uh, a dropship. Yeah. Do they look like they've been making out? No. That I'm uninterested. <laughs> so they come in in a dropship. Does the dropship look like it has other people besides them two in it? Uh, a handful. Does the dropship Like ship maybe a stay? handful of infested Terrans. <laughs> no, the the, the dropship uh, basically parks itself along in the hangar near you guys. Um, and stepping off of the ship are, yes, it's, uh, Shauna and Richter and about a dozen infested Terran Marines. Rachel's going to be pissed, but she will stay in her bunk playing her song. Coordinates will. To the left. Nod. Build brass wagon. Circle to the left. Brass wagon. Uh, As they approach... Richter. Well, after a conversation with the Admiral, we've secured a little bit of transport, not only for myself and Shauna, but for any other members of Task Force Renegade, now that we have started to stretch the Nocturna of the Akundalar, sorry, to its capacity. So, this dropship will serve as transport for myself and my personal guard for the time being until we've gathered uh, the rest of the task force. I've got a few overlords keeping an eye on the rest of the swarm, on the rest of my brood right now. Uh, but these guards will be enough for a trip to Meinhof, and I'll be staying in the dropship once we get there. Very well. Once we arrive there... What are your suggestions for determining Dr. Rihanna's location on the planet's surface? I doubt it'll be too difficult. Dr. Rihanna is one of the finest doctors the Dominion has, so look for the place where people aren't dying. Can do. 
Wow, vague much, Richter? Typically, wherever we go, there are people dying. Exactly. I mean, he ain't wrong. But no, Meinhof is still suffering a little bit. In in all seriousness, Meinhof is still suffering a little bit from the aftermath of the last war. So she, as a... Well, she's a disaster responder at heart. She'll likely be in the thick of where people need the most attention. Excellent. Then that is where we will go. If you're prepared, we are about ready to make the jump. Yes. I think we're just about set. Splendid. And I will walk away and go tell Oswald to take off and head for Meinhof. Uh, all right. Uh, so you guys uh, head for Meinhof. Uh, Shauna takes the Wraith Fighter out of the hangar um, and pilots it along with uh, alongside the dropship. Uh, there's an infested pilot manning the dropship. Um, Good to know that should we need it, alternative pilots can be located. <laughs> nope. Ah, ah, ah. I mean, alternatively, I'm certain nope. this ship could be made to pilot itself. I ain't wrong there. All right, so you take off to Meinhof. Infested a Kundalar. <laughs> no. Uh, as you're leaving orbit, you notice the uh, the dropship breaks off a little bit and meets up with. Uh, Actually, no. The military military people among you obviously recognize it. Um, one of the smaller ends of the model of the model line, but the the dropship ends up syncing up with a Minotaur class battlecruiser, uh, which is to say, one of the heavy vehicles. These are typically war enders. the The battle battlecruisers are things that win fights. Good that they're taking this with a level of dramatic seriousness. The unit is still... I am on... I am uninterested in that development. The the Unity Project should simply level an armada of those at the black site to to rid us of this Project K... Well, we have to find it first. Indeed. The central issue of the black sites is not that we don't have the firepower. It's that we don't know where they are or what we might be blowing up that we don't want to blow up. Coralash has no response. I mean, he made a statement. Alright. He doesn't have to end every sentence or end every conversation. 
No, it's usually just after two seconds of silence. You're like, okay, so I'm doing. <laughs> All right. So it's not my fault. Uh, I have slow reaction times. <laughs> a little bit later, um, the group of you, after about you know a few minutes of warp travel, because it's warp travel, you go really quick. Um, <laughs> yes, isn't that right, Wolf? Uh, but. The group of you end up. Hello. Uh, you come out of warp over the surface of Meinhof, which is. It's a dark planet. It tends to be night more often than day just because of its. Its rotation is relatively slow. And it has the unfortunate problem of sharing its orbit with a large number of other uh, stellar bodies. So there's, like, there's a good amount of cover from the sun. So there's only a small portion of it that's day at any one time. Most of it is night, and it also has a good amount of cloud cover. So, uh, you all pull down and land on Meinhof. Yep. Mm-hmm. Word, yo. Well, actually, before we land... Uh, Cornix is going to have the uh, go have the adjutant scan uh, the wide wideband communications. Basically, any sort of extended distress or emergency zone on the planet's surface. He wants her to scan for those sort of distress calls. You know, basically, basically planet wide police scanner. Where is all the bad shit going down right now? Um, um, and as we're in, Ava will probably Cornix a thought. Um, given the particular situation of Meinhof, Quash uh, is likely less than welcome. I understand that he's not part of the swarm, however... Yes, my initial thoughts, as I had stated previously, were that Corlash would most likely be uh, remaining behind on board the Akundalar. Now, should our uh, theater of war be one of uh, low light or evening time, he may be able to proceed undetected. We'll make that call once we find our location and land, but my initial inclination as of this point is for him to remain behind uh, as a last-ditch emergency measure should the situation arise. Whatever you feel is best. From right behind, Ava. She isn't, like, surprised or upset. Um, still not. 38 stealth. <laughs> yes, One but it kind of loses its impact when the person you're talking to is crazy and you two do it constantly. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. <laughs> but it's fun. She's just under the assumption that they are always directly behind her, and why is that a bad thing? That's just normal for them, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the good news is you can do it to Dirk forever. (laughs) (laughs) He will always jump. Yup. The bad news is he now has grenades. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, but did we find anything as far as emergency zones go? Or um, does Vera technically? So Vera basically, uh, what she finds is that this planet is basically one giant distress zone. <laughs> okay. Um, like the planet, because of its weird orbit, has a very short day-night cycle because it's whenever one of the other astral bodies moves just out of the way long enough for a bit of sun to come through, it's daytime, and right. then it, something gets in the way or it rotates and it's nighttime again. Right. Um, so there's a lot of problems that come with not only being surrounded by objects, but also having no real anticipation of day and night barring like a 15 minute warning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you, you, you know, a couple hours ahead of time when the next day is coming. Uh, outside of the people who are constantly watching the, the planets. So, for one, agriculture basically restricted to things that don't need light. Mm-hmm. Um, water, this this planet is being tidally pulled by six different astral bodies. <laughs> so, you know, tides are a thing. The tides are kind of unpredictable. Um... Food, still in a short supply after the Zerg infestation. You know, recovery efforts are, on, are ongoing, but they're not perfect. This is basically any recovery effort that you might find on Earth, like modern days, when someone goes and is like, I'm going to go to this, like, third world nation and act, like, to try and help recovery from some natural disaster mm-hmm. across the planet. Okay. Don't they also have, like, a really rapid day-night cycle, too? I just said that like he, I'm sorry. I literally yeah, just he, said that. I heard everything <laughs> except that. Yeah. They got a super fast day night cycle because of how the the orbits of the planets that they're in clustered with work with blocking sunlight and the rotation of the planet. Um which is funny because it was considered a paradise world um originally. <laughs> and then stuff happened. And then, wasn't it like the Kelmorian Combine showed up and just started screwing everybody over? Yeah. Oh, those were the days. I mean, the Kelmorian Combine does that. They show up and screw people over. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it was, it was a fairly profitable mining world until the Kelmorian Combine basically happened. Um, but uh, you, you land on the planet... And you get out in one of the smaller, like, in one of the only cities on this planet that really has a spaceport. Um, you get out, and it looks like a shanty town. Like, buildings are being put up with basically the attempt to make them last long enough to fully set, like, they're, like, things are being set up as quick lean-tos that they hope right. to eventually build a, a full house out of um and uh you look up and it's a permanently foggy sky like there's a little bit of there's always a little bit of light being reflected off the planets that are around the area Mm -hmm. but there's also not enough light to consider it day ever yeah so 
it's always that perpetual twilight dusk, dusk dawn situation of the sky is completely gray period end of sentence yeah it can't be much of an ecosystem on a planet like that mm-hmm. nope okay then um Yeah, I'm going to have Vera go back through whatever dossier's documentation and medical records we have on Dr. Rihanna and try and sort of psychologically predict which of these zones would be most likely for her presence based on previous Uh, performances. We could likely ask the local citizens if they know where a wandering medic is we could indeed we could however (laughs) i mean we could do that but um yeah Uh, draw a little bit of attention the less attention we are able to draw the less likely it is that the sons of creation who uh i would not say are 100% unlikely to be in this area would be able to intercept our transmissions and possibly cause interference during this attempted rescue. At the same same time, the faster we locate her, Also, the sons of creation predicted that that we would... that she would be integrating herself into the populace as a form of shielding and protection. It's possible that if we make a ruckus of looking for her, she may disappear. But the faster we locate her, the faster we can get her off-planet and away from the Sons of Creation. This is indeed As the populace will likely protect her. Protect her. From any seeking her out, especially foreigners. Yes, finding her as quickly as possible is advisable. However, we want to utilize techniques that are most likely to be successful, not ones that will encourage her to be afraid and hide from us, even more so than she already is. Yeah, that. I'm real glad Rachel's not there right now, because she would have just made a really sarcastic comment. (laughs) But no, she's still upstairs. Circle to the left. The old brass wagon circle to the left. Would anybody care if I ate her? Yeah? As the medical officer, I must insist that you do not harm any member of this crew. She is technically not a member of the crew. She's technically not. I must insist that anyone under my medical supervision not be harmed. The music is annoying. Infer from that what The you music think. is good. I don't know what you're talking you about. You could just ask her to stop. Or, or, if you, or, if you, or if you have to eat something, you could eat the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> ukulele is bad. It has no essence. Ukulele has no essence. <laughs> wow. It's not stopped me before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That is a fantastic Korlash impression. Ukulele has no essence. 
I'll figure it out at some point. No, 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 absolutely. You have to <laughs> from the vocal cords way back down in your throat. Almost They're as all, if, all, almost all, as all, 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 if everyone could do this voice, it wouldn't have much work as a voice actor, so, you know, protection. Job security. <laughs> anyway. Has, has anyway. no essence. <laughs> anyway. All right. So yes, I'm asking. I'm asking Vera to basically generate a predictive model, more or less. Well, um, based on what we know of her, uh, odds are pretty good that she'll end up looking for. Well, she's a medic, so these couple of locations that I found where disease has been outbroken is probably where she's going to be most useful. Excellent. And I'm looking for a readout. Uh, she pulls <laughs> she pulls up a screen for you, okay. uh, and there's a few locations. Um, various different spots across the planet have various different major issues going on, and the, and they're ranked um, based on uh, how severe, which one is the most severe in the region, Ooh, and the, the areas the where most, disease, most severe one. <laughs> yeah, this is. Where the areas where disease is the most prominent issue um, are there's one sort of about five miles off in on one of the smaller towns, um, like um, Jonesport is about five miles east, and they're having an issue of fever running rampant uh, through everyone in, in in that small town. Um, while uh, while um, Donsk is having, there's some, they, they feel like their water supply has been tainted because people are having um, uh, very bad sort of um, like wasting diseases. You know, it's, uh, sort of the uh, toxicity the, exposure kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And those are those are the nearest two on the planet at the moment. See, this is why it's a good thing that Stefan is not with the group anymore, because his plan would have been why make the me- why go find the medic when you can just make the medic go to where you need. Right. Let's cause a disaster and emergency. <laughs> Nothing and that kills in. anyone. <laughs> like, just no. makes them ridiculously ill and close to or, death. Or or <laughs> just or just send Corlash running through the. Can populace. do. <laughs> just send Corlash running through the populace and when word gets back that there's a Zerg running loose <laughs> everybody on the planet shoots you at once and then no one will come near us they have to find me first uh, which of the two is a larger uh, urban center Donsk or Jonesport uh, Donsk that's where we're headed first then Coronix should I get in the truck not yet. Um, 
so yeah, head to Donsk and then look and see what sort of uh, medical facilities are being primarily utilized by the general population. Uh, well, first off, um, when you exit the ship, um, there's a group of about probably 10, maybe a dozen uh, Terrans that have gathered um, just outside of where you've landed to sort of inspect the newcomers. I uh, one of them is one of them is one of them is stepping off of a vulture bike with sort of a like uh, the like badge of a town sheriff on on the front of his vest. OK, uh, before we even drop the ramp, um, Cornix is going to gather Rachel, Dirk, Ava and himself. Do I know how they would respond to a Protoss here? Uh, roll well, me... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is going to be a social thing based on the population of the planet. Uh, it would be... I was thinking more history lore, but, you know, whatever. Uh, lore would probably work, yeah, actually, considering. 16. Um, so, this planet... Uh, relevant, because this planet... Um, People f- were coming here fleeing um, Zerg invasions, and the planet they were fleeing from, the planet that people from Meinhof fled to after they left Meinhof in the face of the Zerg evacuation, they've come back since, but when they when they fled Meinhof uh, from Zerg infestation, they went to another world that ended up almost being glassed by the Protoss. I was going to say, purifiers, yeah. Um, like, they, the Protoss almost came and glassed the planet, but with help from Rainer's Raiders, the Protoss were fought off. You're not certain, like, <coughs> in time since, the Protoss have offered, like, support to the Terrans uh, on various different planets, you don't recall if Meinhof is one of those planets that has gotten Protoss help, though. Uh, if it is, you suspect that a Protoss would be welcome. If it isn't, well, there might be some bad memories. Everyone, um, Cornex, just so you're aware, you might not get the best reception either, given, um, some evacuation history and war stuff. Oh, I will be accompanying you, but I will not be evident. Good to know. Yes, uh, I have you three uh, joining me on this mission. Uh, Ava, I would like you to take the lead as medical expert and present yourself in whatever manner you feel would best ingratiate you to the indigenous uh, society here. Of course. Uh, Rachel... Dirk, your roles will be as her uh, accompaniment slash bodyguard slash muscle for hire, I believe is the Terran phrase. And I will be, certainly, uh, and I will be observing from a respectful distance. Can I pretend to be a nurse? Can you do that convincingly? (laughs) Kind of. I used to watch a lot You're of men. You're the kind of nurse who picks up someone who's injured and gets the, him safely on a stretcher. Not the kind of nurse that does. That's not a nurse. That's a paramedic. 
Everybody knows that. Very well, then. Paramedics may... actually have training. Don't worry about being a paramedic. Just be a nurse. I mean, or you could be in your firebat armor and be a guard like me. That would probably be better, but... Do I really gotta wear the fancy suit to go meet people? If the yes. people try to kill us? It would be highly recommended. Fine, but I'm a nurse in the fancy suit. You just can't tell. No. Very well. <laughs> and Ava's not going to work her Rachel really is already dedicated to the role. <laughs> if we had more time, I'd go fashion myself a hat out of some drawing paper. <laughs> She's already written up a whole backstory. <laughs> yes, I was in love with a handsome doctor. And oh, he God, left he started me. to do an episode at ER. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then my no good cousin came in and he was smoking in the oxygen tank room and blew it all up. It's quite dramatic. I had to rescue my lover's ex from the arms of a broken bottle of oxygen after it fell on her face. Just be yourself. Dirk is listening just in rap by this story. Oh. What happened after that? Oh, well, she moved... uh, she got a face reconstruction, and she moved to uh, Dallas. Cordex is going to make a lore check to know if he see if he knows where Dallas is. <laughs> can I also make that lore check? I'm assuming the no. You can make a lore check. Like, especially the Terrans can make Ten. a lore check. <laughs> Dallas has a- no idea what Dallas is, Cordex. I'm pretty sure Dallas is a core planet. Somewhere. <laughs> or or it might be a moon. Uh, Ava, you're normal. pretty certain that Dallas was a major city on Earth. You just don't remember where. You think it might have been in Europe? <laughs> I assume I know what Dallas is. You're you're from Earth. You yes. know where Dallas is. Yes, that's you're what I think. You're from Dallas. I'm not you're from, from Dallas. Dallas. As fond as I am of the Greeks. Perhaps I'm not convincing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I should have. I should have said uh, Baltimore. <laughs> Roll again. Find out where Baltimore is. Considering how far in the future this is, I'm pretty sure the DC for knowing where Baltimore is is like 35. Right. <laughs> oh, Ava believes Baltimore is right next to Dallas. Apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> You have no idea where Baltimore is. It might be right next to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm sorry, Russian philosophers. I was mistaken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> as Rachel and Dirk just laugh and laugh and laugh. That just got more exciting than any story I was telling about me being a nurse. By the way, my lover, he decided he didn't want to love me after I successfully fixed his ex's face. Of course. He decided he'd go back to her because I made her more pretty. That fucker. Gordon I know, right? Gordon I'm looking for the aliens to help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We were going on a mission and I closed the lid of the firebed suit. <laughs> and I hit the button that lowers the cargo bay ramp. <laughs> and we go meet Mr. Sheriff. All right. Or Miss so, Sheriff. I ooh, maybe I want to be a sheriff now instead of a nurse. So as as as, as as the as the group of you 
um, step down the ramp. The sheriff kind of steps forward. Well, looky here. Welcome to Minehoff. Uh, he talks like he's from Dallas. Doctor with you because we could sure use it right about now. And Indeed. that's where we're going to end for tonight. All right. All right. Well, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check you can check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. You can support us financially. Uh, we do a lot of stuff, uh, like I said a minute ago, uh, and uh, we appreciate all of our supporters on Patreon, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort and Antitonic, without whom we wouldn't be able to do quite as much of the stuff that we do already. Uh, we are currently at our $100 a month tier on Patreon, which pays for separate podcast feeds, which we appreciate. Um, our next tier is uh, $500 a month, which is going to pay for Jack to be our secondary audio editor uh, out of your pocket instead of mine. So if you like Jack, at the very least, and you want to help him maintain a, a lifestyle a, a lifestyle appropriate to a person who does audio editing, uh, then <laughs> feel free to throw him a couple bucks. Uh, we'll throw us a couple bucks so we can throw him a couple bucks. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we also appreciate the folks over at 411mania.com. Aaron, tell us a bit about 411mania.com. 411mania, they have nerdy stuff like <laughs> wrestling and movies and other things that are nerdy and of interest to geek people. like And all of the final show <laughs> film stuff. Um, insert examples Christ. of recent articles here. <laughs> TV spoilers so stuff. <laughs> we have everything from... <laughs> I like how he thinks this is funny um, <laughs> no it is um, we have everything from if you want to know how bad the mummy movie really is um, or if you if you're interested in knowing uh, recaps and reviews of, of American Gods, Fear of the Walking Dead, Netflix new Glow series that comes out at the end of the month. Uh, we, we have all of that. We have TV, comics, movies, music, video games, MMA, wrestling, final show film stuff. Check us out. We roll. I'm just waiting for the day when I throw it to someone else and Jeremy starts talking anyways. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> We're uh, we're, appro- we're approaching terminal mass, terminal velocity on that one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so. You just need to throw it to me. I've memorized the pitch now. There you go. Uh, thank you to everyone watching on Twitch. Thank you, especially to Cat Waterflame, with you some a bits our way. We appreciate you. Cat hey, is the bits queen. We that you <laughs> enunciate Nobody's- when you say that. Nobody's throwing you money with an attitude like that, sir. <laughs> Enunciate when you say that. Bits for the bits queen. Bits queen. Bits queen. Oh, that's um, what he said? Yes, bits. Oh. Anyways, thank you to everybody watching on Twitch. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe below. And we will see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>